Life is so much better when you have friends to connect and kiki with. And no matter how near or far you are, thank God for things like WhatsApp to always keep you together. And in this friendship, all day and all night, we send each other long as voice notes. Every day we discuss just about everything from what we have for dinner to the music we like to the men we met to exercise and don't forget our absolute favorite thing insecure so sit back and relax as these two girls tell you everything about life love and all things in between welcome to long air voice notes all right so we ready to start do you want to start this time or you want me to start i think you're so good at it Oh and I'm God. really good at just being here for moral support. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're ready in five, four. What's up, guys? Welcome to the third episode of Long AF Voice Notes. And this episode, we're super, super, super happy because this was the best episode yet of Insecure Season Four. As Four. you guys know, I am your girl Martinique Lewis, also known as Marty underscore San Diego on all social media. And here with me is the beautiful <laughs> Sarita Braxton, also Sarita Braxton on all platforms. Yes. So let's just jump right into it, Sarita. If you yes. can give this a grade. What are you giving it in life? Oh, man. Okay, so it's gradually been going up for me, but I don't want to get too high because then, you know, there's nowhere to go from there. So I'm going to give it an A-. minus. Ooh! I mean, that's still pretty high because last time it was a B, so... Are we at like a 94? Are we at like a 91? Uh, I mean, I feel like we're like on the edge of a B plus and an A-, minus. you know? Give them some room to grow. Okay, yes, yes, totally. Is there any particular reason why or? Man, I mean, there was just so much. Like we said, like, like, you know, the first two episodes were like, okay, there was some stuff happening, but every scene in this episode had some some trinkets. So we're going to discuss those. Yes, I am definitely with you. I'm going to dumb down my grade just so I don't set such high expectations but you know I was so pleased I think afterwards I sent you a long AF voice note and I was like I can't wait till you freaking watch it because it was so amazing it really was um so I'm gonna stick I'm gonna give it a B plus but I really want to give it an A but I'm gonna give it a B plus and it was because so yeah yeah for sure there's so many things that they touched on that was real that I love like how gender roles are reversed. Ah, there's just so many things. So let's just go straight into it. Let's talk okay. about the romantic relationships, the love relationships. I'll let you start. All right. Well, I love the scene where Condola, because we put some respect on her name, yes. uh, was very honest and told Lawrence, like, look, bruh. It's nice that you're here at my Friendsgiving, but you invited yourself. And and a lot of times we don't see that dynamic because usually, you know, not to be stereotypical, but we, the women are the ones that are like, okay, let me meet your family. Let me meet your friends. And Lauren seems like the one that was jumping the gun this episode. So that led to the next scene where he slides in Issa's DM 
So you were asking, why is Lauren still here? And maybe we're starting to get our answer. <laughs> oh, girl, it was, too, it was too much for me. It was too much for me. All right, um, Molly and Asian Bay, because we don't know his name and we disrespectful anyways. Girl, we hella disrespectful. That should have been one of the episodes that she had. <laughs> Low-key disrespectful. But, you know, this... I don't know. We're going to talk about this in the friendships as well, but I feel like Molly is seeing some growth in the way that she's handling her relationship. Her and Asia Bay are exclusive. She wanted to invite him to her family's Thanksgiving celebration, but her friend was like, no, you're doing too much. And I, I feel like sometimes maybe this goes back to like how much you tell your friends. Sometimes they maybe can be a hindrance because her family was like, cool. We would have been, we would have been cool with Asia Bay. Crazy right. rich coming through for the thanksgiving celebration yeah okay. yeah but okay relationship i'll throw it back <sighs> at you um so unfortunately tsa bay is no longer around but we knew right like i was telling you last episode yep. like we knew we knew he wasn't nothing long term he was something short term like what she needed at that moment and i'm just like okay um Additionally, um, even though we're coming to friendships, but let's not forget that line where Molly definitely was like, you were smashing for weed and toiletries. I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's your own friend. We're going to come back to that. But I'm like, Ooh, no, she wow. did not just pull your card like that. And in the supermarket <laughs> over some $4 avocados. Did you see that? I was like, what kind of prices y'all got going on in the U.S.? girl california dreaming okay um but that was super interesting um molly we always say we see so much of us in her and this was a big girl moment for her because naturally when you as women even when we start to date somebody if they're a nice guy like yes not that we want to show them off but it's like okay we are a lot more open books than guys are so it's like yes like come meet my family so i was really proud of her because i remember one time um my ex-friend said to me like everybody don't deserve to meet your family and i was like oh and she wasn't talking to me but she was talking to right. me because i was like oh are you gonna invite such and such and she was like no and i was like why she's like because everybody don't deserve to meet your family and i just never had thought about it like that i have always been the type of person like oh if i'm dating you i want my parents to meet you so i can be like okay well right. who's my dad and then once i got older i realized like my parents don't need to know everybody who i date because everybody yeah. is not serious now do i think that asian bay is possibly serious yes i just think that was a big step for her and i was proud of her in that moment um because you don't know what's gonna happen from day to day relationships today are are so unpredictable and i even yeah. feel like as we get older they're even shorter like when we were in our 20s or in college like you had those two-year relationships those three-year yeah. relationships then right after that it was like three months it's like how was i <laughs> in love with somebody about to marry them had a babies was going shopping with their mama and then in four months we was broken up like hello like, like how does this even how does this even work so yeah i thought that was interesting um lawrence and condola Lawrence and Issa. Okay, and first, let, let's stop here right fast. We found out that Condola is the actual mm. person's name, and we yes. feel so dis. We were low. We weren't even low key disrespectful. We was nope. hella disrespectful. Blame. So Condola is Felicia Rashad, also known as Claire Huxtable. It is her real life daughter, and her real yes. life, her real name is Condola Felia 
Rashad. And um, yeah. we didn't know. And so, yeah. sorry, yeah, so Issa. The character is inspired by. Exactly. Uh, so, and her and her Instagram is called Dola something. And she's like this amazing actress, singer, dancer. And we're sorry for being disrespectful because we was just like, how, who? Condolences. Canola. We, so condolences we don't want Alicia Rashad coming for us or Auntie Debbie Allen. So, we're going to okay. put some respect Okay. Her like, how is your mama, her, and your auntie, like, Anyways, but so I just want to say that Condola yeah. and Lawrence, super proud of this storyline now. Um, I'm sorry, Lawrence or Jay Ellis for saying, why are you here? I get it now. Oh. Um, but <laughs> I'm super proud of this storyline because gender roles are reversed. So how females are normally the ones like injecting themselves into a man's situation. This is now Lawrence, right? Lawrence was right. doing the most, oh, I'll fix the, the sink and... Oh, I'll I just was like, bro, she didn't invite you yet. And I was like, ooh. And he was but really- But the drunk friend that. had to let him know in the kitchen. She's like, <laughs> you know, basically you're, you're a hookup. Like, and that's great. And he's like, oops. Like, that's exactly. the worst. You don't even find out from your partner. You find out from their, from their drunk friends over the island in the kitchen. Because listen, everybody needs love in whatever way, shape, and form it's going to come from. So Condola and Lawrence was almost like an East and TSA bait, essentially, right? But also, I thought it was so important that Condola was like, I don't want to be married again. Kids. And I was like, ooh, this is an interesting topic because Lawrence has never been in a, like married and divorced. So him hearing that is like, yeah, bro. So normally this is the, the point of a relationship that all of us come to when we find out that somebody, well, it's not even a relationship. We, we found that out also. Lawrence thinks it's something that is not for Condola. But this is when we really find out, or this is something we all go through. When we find out that the person's viewpoints aren't like ours, aren't our own. And because of that, you don't stop talking to them, even though you should, because somewhere down the line, this is going to continuously come up. She doesn't want to be married again. So it lets us know whatever happened in her marriage was serious for her to say that. Now, do people say that and then their minds change? Absolutely. But it's way too early to even see. Additionally, I love the fact that she won that house in the divorce because it lets us know that Condola has some money, that Condola and her ex-husband, honey, were serious about whatever. And they both were making some money because that house is beautiful. And that was interesting to see too, because you got Issa and Lawrence who live in apartments. Condola got a whole ass house that is fully furnished with some nice ass stuff. And I was like, ooh, ooh. Now, but you remember earlier in the episode, even his homeboy was like, you know, you need to get a new car. You need to step it up. He's feeling this pressure to go for this promotion at work because he realizes like there's this beautiful, phenomenal woman, very confident in her own self. And he's driving a, a you know, a, a modest, reliable, older model car. And he's living in a, a box that some people may call an apartment. And he realizes, oop, like, maybe I need to step my game up if I'm going to reach her level. Mm, it's now. nice to see. But that car in that box is good enough for Issa, though. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know why? Because baby girl has been there for the past five years, which leads me into my next point. That scene, you already know how I feel about that scene between him and her while he's waiting on Condola at Condola's at condolences at condolence spot that Issa was still like, not oh, putting no respect on her spot. name girl I know I'm sorry but that whole dynamic between them laughing you know I told you I was like this is me and my ex all day 
like that banter that you have from somebody, which also made me and my sister talk about the fact that Lawrence and Issa never got over each other because their breakup happened because Issa did something wrong. Sometimes right. people fall out of love and that's why your breakups happens or there's breakups that happen because somebody did you dirty and you just automatically have to go in a straight I hate you mode because they did something to you. But that doesn't mean your feelings ever stop. And when and when Condola was like, so if Issa never cheated on you, would you have left her? I was like, whoop, whoop. Uh -oh. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he's, he's trying to act like he's past it. You know, he all buff. You see, did you see him in his wife beater? He yoked. He got himself a good tech job. He got his own place. And he is he was a bum in previous seasons. But I, I don't, the feelings aren't, they don't evaporate. Like you said, like something happened to cause the relationship to end. It, they didn't fall out of love with each other. And I love, I love, 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 and we know this story all too well. When mm -hmm. Issa was like, Condola is basically benefiting from the five years that I invested up this man being there, being his cheerleader when he was a bomb. And now she's got this guy who's about to pay for lunch, got his own, he got his own car, he got his own job, you know? Hey. And we've all hey. been there. Like, you invest so much in this guy. And then you, you, they break up with you, usually. And then you turn around and two months later, they're fucking engaged to whoever else. And you're like, how did this happen? Girl, I was like, stay out my business. How you gonna pull into my driveway? You looking in my windows? Because that was just, it was a lot. It, that, whew. That, yeah. I just, I, I felt that to my core. Other relationships we gotta make sure we hit is... Even though this goes in other ships, I want to talk about how something your parents went through does affect you um, because of the situation between Molly's parents and Molly finding that out. And that is very traumatic to find out at any age. And I think we spoke about this, too, how I was telling you, you know, like in my family, I remember one time I told my dad, like, you were my first heartbreak before I was even born because of what you and my mother went through. And you have to understand that I have to grow up with a woman who views you this way or who tells me when I ask like, well, why are you with my other dad and not my dad dad? Because I have a stepfather and she's like, Oh, well, because he did X, Y, and Z. And then I get to the point where that happens to me later on in life. And it hurts me to the core. And then I realize like, this is how my mom felt. And she was married to this man. And why would he do that? So I, I really appreciated that scene because it shows the dynamics of how this generational thing happens and how right. it trickles down and how it even affects maybe how Molly goes into relationships. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, and it yeah. was one of those things, like you were mad at your daddy, but then you did what you did with Joe and his wife. And it was like, girl, like what, like, Ooh, how are you such a When she threw out the thruple and Issa threw the thruple right back at her, like, honey, you have no place to talk. Sorry. Baby girl, I was like, oh, so let's just go straight into friendships. Go ahead, because that girl. Well, like we said before, we're seeing this continual crack in the relationship, the friendship between Molly and Issa. I think that supermarket scene was a, a huge turning point because, you know, even if you're on, on the outs with your friend, like, they were taking some serious jabs at each other. And that's not what friends do, you know? And it just seems like there's a huge issue there, which they never address. 
you know, like Molly's trying to play it cool. Issa's bailing on her, but she's acting like she doesn't care. And, you know, you had a friendship for so long. You would think that they would have rushed to have a conversation about this. But I also was thinking, I almost feel like they don't want to let the other grow, right? Like Molly wanted to invite Asian Bay to, to the house for Thanksgiving. And Issa was like, nah, you're going to scare him off. You're going to act like the old Molly, right? And Molly is like almost sort of questioning slash giving underhanded comp- compliments to Issa about the progress that she's making professionally. And I just almost feel like they just, they, they can't stand to see each other outside of the roles that they knew each other as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally agree. That scene was like, whoo, Chile, this is Real Housewives of Atlanta, the reunion show, because <laughs> that whole, I real. was just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And this goes back to that same thing that we were talking about, like, when you're friends for, for so long for somebody, they will forever put who you were back in your face. And they don't do it intentionally. It's just that they do know that part of you. And even if you say you're changing, this is what's already embedded in their minds. And sometimes that does suck because it's like, I am trying to change and I don't need you, my bestest friend, continuously putting that in my face. But girl, that that whole scene, child, took me out. I was like, woo, this is a lot, okay? But yeah. the thing that I hated about that scene was that then they decided to talk about it later. No, no, that's yeah. something that you smash right then and there because we already are seeing the rise of your friendship demise because you're not talking about it then and that scared me because i was like they're never going to talk about it and we saw like Issa didn't show up i feel i feel some type of way about that because i have been in molly's shoes and i i need to say this because a lot of people do not see it this way but when you when you are best friends with somebody and there's something that you do all the time or there's things that you did plan for in advance and all of a sudden they cancel the friend that cancels does not realize how much the friend that was there put into them being there and that like i remember one time like i had to say to my one of my closest friends like you have to understand the time that I put into investing into you and something that you asked me to do for you to not do it. So why did I just put all of this time in making sure that I did something that you asked me to do if you weren't going to use it? And I told them I could have been using my time doing something else, but because you're my friend, I'm going to always put you over everybody else because you're my priority. And my friend didn't see it like that initially. And then they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But if I wouldn't have talked about it at that point, it was something right. that continuously bothered me. And every time that person asked me to do something afterwards, I would have been like, no. And they wouldn't have even understood right. why. And so to me, the way they played that, just by texting, like, do you, girl? First of all, if anybody ever say, do you, girl? You know, that's a, you need to, hello. It's like when you, it's, it's like when you tell a dude, have fun. I don't actually want you to have fun. And she did not want her to do her, you know? No, no. But I think that was actually still really important. The friendship between her and her brother, as in East and her brother, loved. Loved, loved, loved. Siblings also understand you from a different viewpoint because you have the same parents, right? 
So y'all can always joke about your parents because your parents are crazy. So we finally see Issa's mama. Okay, Wendy, Raquel, Robinson. Oh my gosh, I love her. I love her. I can't wait to see how that develops. But I appreciated her and her brother. It reminded me of me and my sister because like Issa in real life, we're from, wait, Issa's real brother has not made any appearances this season, which I'm really sad because he's fine as hell. But anyways, like Issa and her real brother, me and my sister grew up in California and Mexican food is our thing, right? So for them I to go the to the Mexican, Mexican food throughout the episode. Oh my God, it was great. But then, well, well, we'll leave this for other ships, but the song that they played is Issa Gray's favorite song in real life right now. So the fact that they had it, like, throughout the whole episode, me and my sister just does like, who knows, that shit. So that was fun. I mean, my sister was like, okay, we just had a moment. But I love her brother and her that sister dynamic. Now, the brother and sister dynamic of Molly, that was important too. And I guess this is other right. ships, sorry. But yeah, I mean, we can go on to other ships. Let's, okay. Let's dive right in. So their dynamic, I was proud of that, too, because he made a valid point. In life, people mess up, period, you know? And it, it does not mean that if somebody gets themselves together that they don't deserve a second chance. So I thought that was really important for her brother to say because she was being a brat. Like, you're making yeah. Thanksgiving hella awkward. Hell, low key. You see, Dad with the Snapple peach. He was so proud. He's like, "I got your favorite drinks," and she was like, mm, "I'm cutting out sugar." Like, why you gotta be like that? Exactly. That's like, first of all, like, yeah, no, no. I was like, "Girl, for your daddy to remember something, hello, you need to give him all his roses." Okay, seriously. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I I loved the family dynamics on each side. Like you can go out to a restaurant with your family on Thanksgiving, or you could be at home with your family on Thanksgiving. So I love that they touched on all of that. What do you think about other ships? Well, I, I love the, the introduction with the Instagram stories throughout, like checking on what everybody else is doing. Cause they're not necessarily and live and in color in the episode but we're still keeping up with them because that's what we do on on holidays we're like what's everybody else up to for sure i think isa and her brother he like you said like they have a really special relationship and he's giving her another perspective kind of about his own growth and you can see it kind of sink into isa as he's talking to her which results in her responding to molly like no nah, i'm good because this looks like the season where Issa's focused on herself, right? Like she's focused on her own growth, her own uh, advancement professionally, personally, maybe with Lawrence. And it just seems like maybe she's just not looking forward to investing time in her friendship with Molly. And I'm looking forward to seeing this develop. But yeah, the family, the familial relationships were really important this episode. Yeah, I also love the Instagram stories because I love Kelly. She's just crazy and ghetto, and I love it. And I just was like, that's my girl. Her with a little that's vodka. Okay. I got to take this. And her husband are annoying. And I was like, my. Um, yeah, that was annoying. The other ships, so... <laughs> Condola's friends are really interesting, but I felt like those are the type of friends Condola would have. Um, and that dynamic was just interesting. I was like, okay, this is different. And I just was like, does Jay fit into that? I don't think so. Um, think but so it was either. still interesting to see. Um, 
the music. I loved all the music of this episode. I was twerking Issa, in my seat the whole time doing a little. Yes. Hey, hey. <laughs> Issa and Molly and Kendall, everybody, again, dressed really, really well, except Jay Ellis's shirt. Bro, when he had that on, I the was white like. Peter? No, the shirt that got wet. Oh. The loud ass shirt. I was like, why? Who, who told you? And I was like, ooh. But Kendall was into it. She was like, ooh, I see you dressed up for tonight. Um, I don't know. She just was trying to make her man's feel good, but it was it was too it was too much for me. I was like, no, no, take that, take that off, take okay. that off. It's okay, man. Wear them patterns. Don't, don't don't I just was like, oh. Um, and then also now we see more career things happening with him and how he yeah. got ready for this meeting that never happened and he could tell there was Girl. something messed up and i think this also happens a lot professionally to black people where you think you're gonna advance or you try to do what you can do to advance and this automatically like tune you out and i was like this is really important because this really does happen I've seen it happen so many times where you have oh, this brilliant to me. black yeah, person. Yeah, and they don't want to see you advance, even though they'll string you along. Like, oh, yeah, we can talk about it. And then you never, I just was like, I'm not feeling that. And um, But especially yeah, with these that tech startups, it's just like so unpredictable. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it's really sad. I mean, I work for a tech 